0: What happens with the energy today is really a shame when everybody knows today that they earn billions.
1: I don't want to pay these bills.
0: I don't, I cannot pay these bills. How has this even happened? It's dangerous if we have a very cold winter and people cannot heat their house. People will die. Should you speculate on energy. Should you speculate on bread and food? There is this group of companies that are making profits that they could never have dreamt of. And this is something at least now that we are putting a stop to.
2: You know, when you have a profiteer's in a crisis, it causes such a moral destruction of a society.
0: The, the resolution is adopted.
3: I just got my energy bill and it's gone up 150 euros a month. It's happening all over Europe. Meanwhile, companies are making record profits. How has this even happened and what can we do about it? Welcome to Take a Left, the podcast from the Socialists and Democrats in the European Parliament. We're talking about the energy price crisis and the progressive response. Essentially, our response is that we want to tax these excessive profits and use the revenue from this tax to reduce people's bills. We're getting somewhere with this on an EU level in Strasbourg. I spoke with the S&D vice president Mohammed Shaheem about what is happening to reduce our bills next month.
0: Die Preise für Gas und Rohöl steigen immer schneller und höher.
2: Wir sind zu abhängig von russischem Gas. This can no
3: longer be the case. So, Mohamed Shaheen, welcome back to Take a Left, the podcast from the Socialists and Democrats. Um, it's a very scary time. A lot of people are getting their energy bills and they're astronomically high. Uh, this is an issue that is really affecting um, all Europeans. I just want to start off the bat and say, why are energy companies
0: profiting while people struggle to pay their bills? You cannot profit while we are having an energy crisis, or you can even say an energy war. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, uh, people at the end pay the bill. And it's a bit of, uh, you know, a bit of cynical, you could say that there is this group of companies that are making profits that they could never have dreamt of. And this is something at least now that we are putting a stop to. As a socialist democrat or as a member of the SD group, I would like to see even to go one step further, because there are not only energy companies that are ridiculously profiting from the situation. We see also in other sectors that the prices are rising. And
3: what's happened to get us to this point? Like, why is it that these? How how can they even
0: profit? We can produce electricity using water power, wind, solar, nuclear, gas, coal, and so. What happens is that. You know, it's a demand and supply market, and when there's a higher demand than there's supply, you will add another margin to the capacity of production, and that margin, the technology and the cost price, sets the price for the whole uh, market. So, and now, gas is the most expensive way uh, to produce electricity, hence that's the way, uh, that's the price that's used to sell any other uh, electricity produced in any other way. And, and is that like locked in? Can we, can we change that? No, we did it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've been asking for it for quite a while, uh-huh. but now at least the European Commission presented the plan which was supported by the council where they, they call it the inframarginal price cap, basically okay. saying based on the cost price of the, let's say, the technology used to produce electricity, we set a max revenue point. Right. So this is the amount of revenue you can keep. All the rest goes to the government and that money is then used those other revenues are then used to uh help citizens, small and medium enterprises to uh, keep up with uh, to cope with their energy bill.
3: Yeah. But obviously we're seeing, this is on an EU level, we're seeing a lot of different responses on national levels as well. Do you think that we're doing enough to coordinate it
0: and to, to do it on an EU level? What we saw is that it took quite some time to get us here to come with an EU-wide strategy. know made the Portuguese and the Spanish government coming with a consumer price cap. Uh, To protect citizens from high energy prices, uh, which was uh, uh, at the end uh, approved uh, by the European Commission because it's based on state aid rules, etc. The French were already quite – I mean they always had this type of uh, regulated market compared to other countries. The Belgians already had like a social tariff this has been existing for many years but during covid they even extended uh, let's say the the scope uh, who can who will be able to make use of that social tariff so we see left and right quite some uh, countries where governments took the appropriate action yeah. but like europe wide approach was missing and i think now with uh, the package that they took was a very strong intervention in the market. We would never would have expected the commission nor the council to take that decision. And I think it's a right step. I think there are some other steps that we still need to take uh, in order to make it like a full package. Because one of the things that they missed, and I think that we really have to consider it, is a price cap on all import gas. At least to have some agreement, let's say we can do a joint procurement. That's the least we can do. Even ESMA who is the oversight uh, authority uh, on these uh, uh, markets, states in a letter, they say that over the past months, they've experienced a lot of volatility in the market and, they, and the number of times that trading halts have been triggered on the relevant EU trading venues seems to be very low. Basically, they say they would have expected more. And then they say the following. It would therefore appear useful to consider implementing on a temporary basis and for the energy-derivative markets only a new type of trading halt mechanisms. So basically, the ESMA, they state that we need specifically for the energy markets temporary new instruments to halt trading in the case of too high volatilities based on speculation or market uh, disruptions or manipulations. Mm-hmm. which is which is a very strong message coming from this authority
3: do you think we're doing enough right now though
0: like, no no this is like- this is one of the That's- two points i think the council did not appropriately you know uh, discuss and tackle and i hope this message uh, gets to the council uh, ASAP. Part of it is driven by the intransparency of acquisition prices of companies. It's not only the oil and gas companies or the final suppliers of energy Mm -hmm. that make ridiculous profits. It's also the the, the, let's say the intermediate uh, buyers and sellers Mm -hmm. that we don't uh, regulate. I mean, you can buy buy it on the market and sell it, and we do not know how much this happens and how many times.
3: And do you think, because obviously these companies are sending you the bill, they're sort of doing it with like a sort of, oh, I'm so really sorry to pass this on to you, but this is the price.
0: Are they are they making massive profits as well, like the companies that now, we- Some did, but some also, uh, I mean, at some point, if you had enough, let's say if you already had enough energy futures and enough let's say uh, supply bot yeah. that you based on the contracts that you had i mean these companies yeah. have contracts uh, there's a liquidity problem with many energy companies existing today in the eu yeah they do not have enough liquidity to guarantee the contracts that they have with many yeah. consumers yeah therefore in some countries co- companies have already uh, governments have already guaranteed uh, or uh, or backed the loans, or supplied them with financial instruments or money to make sure that they can buy enough energy on the market to supply it to consumers.
3: I guess I'm looking for the sort of cartoon villain because it feels like a crazy situation. No, it's like this is a war. There's a crisis, and then some companies are suddenly massively profiting and saying, "Oh, there's nothing we can do about it." No,
0: but that's why no. it's. That, but that's correct. That's mm-hmm. why it's called a windfall profit. Yeah, it didn't do anything. There's yeah. no smart person in that company that that could have that envisioned this and. That Therefore, should ha- I mean, there are no merits here. Yeah. And what we're trying to do is to, to stop that. Yeah. And, and now the thing is that, you know, we want to take away the windfall profit, but now some of them are helping, asking us to help them because of the liquidity problem. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is also fair. Yeah. The bottom line is we have to rethink our energy. Let's say we have looked at it from a market perspective. But in the energy transition, we need to invest in in such a way. We have to transition this market. That mm-hmm. the question is: Should we go back to the situation where the company, where the government has a big, bigger say in what will happen with energy? Mm-hmm. Basically, energy is a primary, uh, not life source, but uh, uh, let's say one of the demands that you have, like food it's and good, water, like right. and no, not right. It's it's. It's something you need, you know. Uh, necessity. Necessity. I mean, uh, why would we leave this up to the market? Indeed, yeah. This is, this is, I think, a fundamental discussion. And what you, what we also see is that Energy de France has been nationalized. Yeah. I mean, they were not very vocal about it, but yeah. it's happened. It's the biggest energy company, if I'm not mistaken, in the world. Uh-huh. I think the Germans have nationalized or will nationalize one or two energy companies, maybe even a third one. Uh-huh. So we're heading into a direction where... We say that this is a basic need of human beings, mm-hmm. and therefore, we, cannot, we should think about how to make sure that people have, let's like, say, a basic, uh, how we fulfill this basic need. I mean, it's very dangerous if we have a very cold winter and people cannot heat their house. People will die. Mm-hmm. And uh, also now, let's look at, you know, we want to uh, improve equality more. Just imagine a child living in a house where they cannot afford electricity. Mm-hmm. How can they do school? Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at all the techn- uh, all the uh, you know devices that you need, to, you need, I mean, to even do your homework. Mm-hmm. I mean, these these are fundamental uh, discussions we should should have, mm-hmm. and I believe we should much more regulate this market than it has been regulated in the past. We see now steps being taken that where uh, I think they are in the right direction. But maybe we should assess whether we should go one step forward um, where we should discuss this from a utility perspective. Is this a basic need and how can we organize that? Mm -hmm. And didn't we give away too much of the market to private companies? Mm -hmm. Should you speculate on energy. Should you speculate on bread and food? I mean, this is something we have quite severely regulated. The number of times, for example, uh, flour or rice can be traded in a day is limited to get rid of speculation. Because at the end of the day, it's not about the profits that people make. It's also about to make sure that this commodity gets to the people that need them. Mm -hmm. And the same holds for energy, I believe. We cannot speculate. Intuitively, it's wrong. Absolutely. So this is long term, become climate neutral by 2050,
3: change the way the energy market works. But and as you say, we're we're changing things in the way that we buy energy and how that works and introducing things there. What do we do in the short term? Like what's going to happen over the next few months? People are worried. People are getting bills that are going massively up and they're not turning the heating on.
0: Are we going to be helping people soon? Yes. So... uh, uh, um so by getting – by the – basically the price cap on the different electricity technologies and the solidarity contribution from the gas and oil companies, we will have enough money to compensate uh, consumers, maybe even some small and medium enterprises. It's, uh, and this is a model that we see almost in every uh, member state or there, there are plans to introduce it. So mm-hmm. for this – so I think we can dramatically decrease or drastically decrease the energy bill of people. But at the same time, we need to invest a lot of energy savings. Energy savings, energy savings, energy savings. I mean, I, I was talking to some people, and uh, they – I mean, to take LED. Even in this building, does not every lamp is an LED lamp? If we would in, uh, replace all non-LED lamps in the EU with LED lamps, how much do you think we can save? We'll save sixty-five billion euros a year. Okay, and we can. It's and 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 we will save an equivalent of around five hundred coal plants. Okay. This is quite significant. Yeah, I mean, these measures are not the ones, you know, are not the, you know, decarbonize industry measures. But these are things we can do tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, You know, massively invest in EU-based PV solar panel uh, factories because we cannot rely on uh, companies from outside the EU to provide us with sufficient supply to accelerate, let's say, PV on roofs uh, plans that we have. Yeah. You mentioned uh, a solidarity contribution yeah. from big oil
3: and energy companies. That's what von der Leyen's been calling it, yeah. right? Is that sort of the other side to the coin of the windfall tax? What's the, what's the relationship there? Yeah, so, so
0: that it's basically it's, it's a basically windfall tax. And it's just that Uh, that
3: that's what they want to call it. That's the political
0: fight kind of thing? Is that something that's a bit more right-wing and they don't want to do that? No, I think the problem there is if you call it tax and it's a member state, (laughs) then then, that should be an entity in the member states. And if you call it a solidarity contribution, it's just uh, on on a majority base. Okay, okay, okay. uh, (laughs) So it's a sort of obligatory contribution. Yeah, I mean, if you look at how it's written down, basically you look at uh, the profit margin of the last two years and uh, everything above the 20%. At least one third should then go to the, the government, yeah.
3: Okay. Okay, great. Mohammed Shaheem, thank you so much for joining us on Take a Left. Thank you for inviting me. So that was Mohammed Shaheem, vice president of our group. After I spoke with Mohamed, I caught up with one of our Croatian MEPs, Bjana Borzan. For Biana, people and companies getting rich while people suffer from the economic consequences of war is not a new concept. Biana, what is the windfall tax?
2: Well, in simple words, uh, windfall tax is a tax on excessive profits. We are talking about uh, big energy companies in this crisis, uh, which earned 500% more or even more than that in the times of crisis. And on the other hand, citizens... Uh, felt the burden of the crisis and struggled to pay their bills. It's it's so unfair. We talk about uh, more than 100 billion euros that we can redistribute to uh, member states and to those in need.
3: So we're going to hit these big energy companies with
2: taxes. We don't talk only about energy companies. We also talk about every company that earns extra profit in times of crisis. It's digital companies, uh, pharmaceutical companies, and the others who uh, had excessive profits, and on the other side, side, citizens had uh, difficulty to um, pay their bills. Citizens are not the ones who uh, have to uh, carry the burden of the crisis on their backs alone. We just want to be fair.
3: And what's the impact of people and companies making money out of this situation?
2: You know, when you have profiteers in a crisis, it causes such a moral destruction of a society. I saw that because I come from Croatia, which was in a war 30 years ago. And after the war, we went to a transition period, which was so unfair because uh, some people, small number of people were war profiteers. And that caused the more destruction in a country. So I saw that once. I don't want to see that again ever yeah, in yeah. my life. And this is uh, when we have a times of crisis. It's um, times when uh, some people just cannot manage on their own, you know. So, some yeah. people just recognize where they can, uh, with speculations and other, other uh, things, they can earn some profits and then uh, use this situation for themselves and the others stay alone, you know.
3: As we record this podcast, the EU still hasn't fully decided on what to do. Back in Brussels, I caught up with my colleague Alex Stanchev, who's been following this very closely for us.
1: We are clear on what we are pushing for. As the Socialists and Democrats group, the Alliance of Centre Left Parties in the European Parliament, we're calling for this windfall tax on all companies who have made excessive profits. But another key thing is that we are calling to resolve the situation that brought us here. It really is crazy that wind power, for example, has to cost more because the gas prices have gone up. The system is broken. And we're going to fix it. Yeah, we're going to fix it. And Dan Nika and Mohammed Shahim have been pushing uh, to reform the energy market with an end uh, to manipulation. And now things are starting to change. And by the way, these calls they made the first calls long before the Russian invasion to in Ukraine. So the problems we have are not entirely due to the current crisis in Europe.
3: Okay, so that, so there we have it. As we release this podcast, people's energy bills are doubling, tripling, and, and more, uh, and some companies are profiting off this. Uh, Right now, what we want to do in the the short term is fix that with a windfall tax in the next few months. But long term, we need to change the market, save energy, and and I guess build more renewables.
1: There's a lot to do.
3: There is. Thanks to everyone who's listened. Uh, Look after yourselves and see you soon.